Hello. Hi. Oh, Darius. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you. Great to be back. I think you remember Aaron Burns. Good to see you. I'm good. How are you? And she has Darla with her. I am wonderful. <laughs> yes, my very funny beagle. <laughs> so, yeah, my dog is right here at my feet. I don't know if I. Uh, <laughs> they, they do get clingy, don't they? Yeah, they do. That's okay, though. <laughs> she likes to be in the office. I opened the office door to come in and do the podcast, and she came right in. <laughs> I I do not mind one bit. I love the company of uh, dogs sometimes more than some people. I agree. <laughs> How have you been since last time we talked, Darius? When was it? Um, no, we talked in was that in January or February? I should have looked. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's been it's been good. I um. Uh, I've become a swimmer since that time. I uh, never knew how to swim, and I am doing so. I decided before I learned how to swim, I signed up for a uh, open water swim in uh, uh, in the Florida Keys in September. Uh, it was initially an eight mile swim, but I realized that ah, maybe I should back down a little bit. A little <laughs> too ambitious since I don't even know how to swim yet. So I ended up becoming part of a uh, four-person relay team. So we do two miles. It's a it's a fundraiser, and uh, it's just uh, something I'm really enjoying. I'm uh, I uh, I like it as much as running, certainly. But I don't, I'm not going to do a triathlon, so we're not going there. But swimming. Well, Aaron uh, actually just did a triathlon. Uh, the Ironman Ohio 70.3. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Swimming is, is interesting. It's a good way to lose track of time. Um, you just, don't, I don't, you know, you, you have a watch on or, you know, watch the pace clock for time, but it, like the sense of time, I always feel like it goes so much faster when you're doing that versus running I, or biking. I can't think about anything when I'm swimming. I, because again, I'm so new to it, I'm still working to make sure that I don't sink and drown. So yeah. I'm so focused on just every stroke, am I kicking, am I, that you're right, the time is gone, but unlike running, when I run, I can think about the world's problems or what's on my mind, or I can figure things out, but I can't do that when I'm swimming. Very rarely, um, I'll start to think about what I'm hungry for, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, when I start to do like longer um, distance, uh, like yardage wise, I can't think about anything because I'm counting how many times I've gone back and forth and when I can stop. So if I start thinking about what am I going to do for the day or something else that pops into my mind, it's gone and I have to hurry up and look at my watch when I hit the wall to make sure I'm, I'm yeah. there all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I started in a pool in, the wind, in, uh, in uh, February 1st, I started in a pool. And um, I agree. I totally agree with you. Um, it, uh, it's uh, that's even more mind numbing. Um, I do like just being out in the um, out in the open water. Again, it's it. I go to a local reservoir um, uh, to a to a lake. Um, so I don't go. I, I think the distance is probably 
four-tenths of a mile, five-tenths, half a mile in each direction. So it's still not just going straight, you know, down for several miles. But uh, it definitely keeps you keeps you focused. A lake, a lake is so different, too. I mean, you can't see as well. It's not clear. There's seaweed. There's stuff, you know. And, and the place I go has a lot of, um, if I don't go at the right time, there's a lot of boats. I got to be just the waves and a lot of swimmers. I, I kind of try to cut down the middle between the boats and the swimmer and the little kids. And, but it's still very, very, very enjoyable. Well, how does the logistics of this race work now that you're part of a, a relay? So how how do you switch from one swimmer to the next? Yeah, so we have a one two-person kayak and one one-person kayak and one person in the water. And we're going to, I've not met these people except on some Zoom calls. There's 20, 20 of us total on the team uh, broken into five four-person teams and we will um, basically someone will start swimming and then we're going to probably do we're going we're thinking about doing every 30 minutes switching out we may go every half mile we just don't know yet until we get there but then when that person's done one of the two person people in the kayak will get into the water the other person will climb into the kayak and we'll keep going and then we'll rotate around i mean it's just uh, so we have to know how to get in and out of a kayak yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we're thinking this could take between, for our team, because we're not, none of us are that great. I mean, the, the guy, the, a kid who wins it every year does it between three and a half and four hours. Wow. Um, and we're going to take probably seven hours. So, you know, even if I spend an hour and a half in the water, let's say, to do two miles broken into half hour increments or whatever, um, or, or however long, we're going to spend five hours each in the kayak and that's so we've got the heat we've got yes. you know so it's it's going to be logistically that's that's an interesting question i'm actually interested in that part of it as much as uh, uh i mean it's going to be beautiful but um you know down in down in isle Morada, which is in the middle of the florida keys but yeah you got to be really focused on the logistical part Wow. Yeah, That's, no doubt. That sounds really interesting now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about it next time I want. I mean, it, it may yes, be, uh, I, I think I'm going to, I really feel pretty strongly that it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I think the camaraderie, of, it's just like an endurance event, like a, like a marathon you're training with or whatever, you know, with other people. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. That's awesome. That and is. what is the fundraiser for? What are you guys raising uh, so, money for? So, so, there's, so there's two things. So one is the lighthouse that we go around. It's called the Swim for Alligator Lighthouse. It's, an, it's a decommissioned lighthouse that they're preserving down there. So our registration fees go to that. But then the group that I'm on is a kid. Every one of the people, except for me, are a kidney donor. Um, oh, wow. A donor or, or, or a recipient. Um, the reason I'm, I'm on this team is the, is the captain of all of it. Um, I, I know him really well. He's on the marathon organizing team. And he, uh, I, he knew I was going to do it. And once I was, the eight miles got a little bit overwhelming. He's like, hey, we just had somebody drop. You want to join? So I'll be part of it. You know, they're letting me help them join them as kind of the two person, the two, the two kidneys person. Wow. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> So anyway, I'm sorry. We we can continue. Oh no, this is great. <laughs> well, that was a big part of what we what I wanted to know. I just rode with someone 
last week who we were talking about you and she wanted to know from listening to Bruce's podcast before if you had done um, the marathon and if you had done your swim yet. And I said, I don't know about either. But I messaged Bruce and I said, can you give me an update? We're really curious to know. So that's really cool. And that led to me messaging you. And we came up a month short. We should have. We should have waited. <laughs> okay. We'll have you back. Well, yeah, I'll let you start then, because I think if we started, if the last time you talked to me was in January, or February, I might have. It might have been when I was training for the fifty mile, uh, the fifty mile walk at Cape Fear, North Carolina, uh, that I took part in. I it's, it's a running ultra marathon, but I did. I walked the whole way on purpose, and. Uh, um, I really enjoyed that too. So, I didn't. No, we didn't talk about that. Of that was when I went back to check because I had remembered you had posted on Facebook about uh, the the swim had changed, and I looked back and you were at Badwater. You you didn't run it this year, did you? Or no, no, my wife did. Yeah, so I was I was the crew chief for that. I guess you weren't the star of the family then and I, I know I don't know if uh, Aaron knows what I mean yeah her name is star my wife oh. <laughs> so I'm always I'm always second second in line automatic she's automatically always the star but she's actually she's also the better ultra runner she's done bad water two times she's oh, done 15. She's done 15 or so hundred milers. She's she's been on the podium at places like that, like Burning River, and um, yeah, she's uh, quite the uh, endurance. But uh, I've done 700s, and I don't like them. She loves them. She loves trails. She loves all that stuff. It's definitely acquired taste, I think. <laughs> it is. It is. But I'm the best swimmer in the family so far. <laughs> there you go. You gotta have something. <laughs> That's your own. Yeah. And what was the hold up? Um, you said you wouldn't do a triathlon. I know for me it was the swimming. What would uh, keep you from wanting to do a triathlon? You know, I, 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 you know, even when I started running, I think you know, even when I get into running, my bro- I've, I've maybe mentioned before, my brother's a very good runner. He um, uh, he ran in college at the University of Akron, cross country and track. And, He's, he's on, um, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what he's going to be doing at Columbus this year. But um, he's a very, you know, 226 PR in a marathon. And he got into cycling. And I thought, you know, I just, I didn't, ha- I'm not, I'm, I'm frugal in terms of expending. I'm, I'm very smart. I'm, I don't go out and spend too much money on too many things. And the cycling thing, to be good in my mind, was you had to have the best equipment. You know, I did I did one duathlon in my life, and I borrowed somebody's bike, and it was a mountain bike, and I was just you know I was fine with that. But I think I mean the cycling thing. So triathlon, I think I would just be like, oh, I got to have all the good stuff, and I was never going to go that way. So I stayed away from. I love bicycles. I love the I love the beauty of them. I love the uh, the. The simplicity, and even though it's technology, it's kind of it's you know it's 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 a cool use of, 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 of physics and all that. But yeah, I just never had the um, 
I actually, I love motorcycles. I've been a motorcyclist since I was 16. Uh, I, before I could afford a car, I had, my first vehicle was a motorcycle. And I love I loved two-wheel transportation. But yeah, the bicycles, I never went there. Yeah, it can be expensive. Just triathlons alone, you know, the nice, everybody jokes that the nice thing about running is that you literally just have to go out the door with a pair of shoes on and, um, you know, for, you now you know for swimming, you need a swim cap and goggles and a, a wetsuit or a swim skin and then, you know, there's things to prevent the chafing on the, the wetsuits and then there's things that help put on the wetsuit and take it off and then, um, you know, the bike is a whole another animal with the helmets and it's it can get quite crazy. So there, there's definitely a lot more <laughs> to it. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I learned that with the swimming, especially here in Ohio. If you're going to do any swimming, I mean, you know, you, eventually you want to get outside if you can. And yes. in the water, I mean, it can, you know, I was in a wetsuit up uh, at the local lake here, gosh, uh, even in. I think still into July, it was cold here, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Water didn't really change until halfway through the month. So yep. it doesn't doesn't get too warm too quick. It doesn't seem like <laughs> no, no. very short window. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. I'm a huge baby when it comes to cold temperatures. I, I just too. don't like to be cold. So I yeah. So automatically that was like yeah. But but, it, but anyway, no, I I really. Uh, I think that may be something, you know, I, I, I certainly hope to run my entire life, but I think swimming is something I will I will continue to do and and uh, it's 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 pretty therapeutic, mentally even. Just clears my clears my brain from a lot. That's awesome. I, I definitely understand the frugal part of not wanting to get into triathlons. I am doing <laughs> a little bit of biking. We recently did a I did a 58 kilometer bike ride to celebrate my birthday. So, I saw that. Yeah. So that was fun. that was fun. That's my type of bike riding. Just go out and do some uh, just for a fun ride with a group together. Yep. I don't know if I'll do another dual athlon or anything like that. Any racing on biking because kind of like you, I think I'd want to have to make sure I get a really good road bike if you're going to do something like that. So yeah. I'm just staying away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know, August marks five years for the podcast, and that's another reason I'm trying to get some of my favorite guests back on for this month. That's one reason Aaron's here again. When, when, when do they start? <laughs> <laughs> right after you. Know. <laughs> oh, right after me, yeah. That's why I invited Aaron, you know. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I love being on here. I love, uh, I love your, the interaction and... Uh, I think you, 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 you do a good job. So congratulations. Five years. My gosh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we're we're almost to 200. This is this will be episode 194. So we're getting close to 200. So wow. and we were talking the other day on our Facebook group for my running group. We got about a dozen of us coming down to Columbus uh, for the marathon. Uh, well, several of them doing the half. So we're looking forward to that. Any uh Anything to share? Anything new? Or you know, um, honestly, we are very, very blessed this year. Registration is going fantastic. We're going to sell the marathon out possibly uh, before the end of your anniversary month. We may not make it through the end of this wow. month. That's and, great. Uh, 
again, sellout is a different animal than it used. To. We're not at we're not at record levels. We are at budgetary sellout because we've had to coming after COVID. We've been very strategic in our growth back. Um, but uh, yeah, we're on. Um, I'm not sure what the numbers, the final numbers are going to be, but it's going it's going really well. It's, it, the year after we canceled in 2020, the year after that, we were about 50% of capacity. In 2022, we were around 70%. I think we'll be around 85 or so, 80, 85% of, of maximum capacity back in the early, uh, early teens, uh, 13 and 14, or when the record years were, um, 7,000 uh, in the marathon and 12,000 in the half marathon. We also learned those are not good things necessarily to strive for because when your streets are only so wide, you can only have so much quality before it starts getting too crowded. That that sweet spot around fifteen to sixteen thousand is kind of where we really aim to be, and I think we'll be we'll be pretty close this year to that. So I'm thankful um, that we're we're really making the comeback. But we've worked hard. We've worked hard to really be. Even more so, we strive to be a good community event, a good Ohio event, and, and, and put on a really um, participant-focused event. But we're really making sure we're, we're, we're working hard to, to, to communicate with our, with our participants, with um, whether they're new to the sport or new to our event, or the long-time long uh, people that support it. And, uh, it, it's just nice to see people are, you know, I'm always, I'm very, I get very nervous. Are, are people going to like us? Are they going to sign up for it? You know, and, cause, cause, and, and, you get, and I got so paranoid because of COVID, we didn't know what was going to happen when we came back. And, and, you know, they did come back, but not like, you know, I, I think I've even mentioned last time I was on, the biggest battle we fought was so many races did deferrals for two years and three years. So we're all smart people. If we spent our money at a race and they def and you defer, the first place you're gonna go is where you can turn your money back. You can turn in your ticket for 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 you know for use. So we saw a lot of people going to uh, to races they hadn't yet done because they still had that, that ticket left. Uh, and then if you remember back in twenty twenty one Cleveland, Boston, um, Cincinnati. I think everybody came. Yeah, they all came to our month. Everybody came to October, <laughs> and yeah. so like, and they had those free coupons. They had that free ticket. So even though we gave a refund in 2020 to everybody that signed up, they were all chasing their money. So I was just, I got very scared. Are they ever going to like us again? And they are. They like us again. So it's. it's so as far There's as anything, reason you know, I, I think I just turned political there and didn't answer your question. You asked what is there anything new? And honestly, part of the newness is just I, there's nothing new except its continued delivery on the high quality that we really try to focus on. Um, uh, we are getting you know we're continuing to have a high level of entertainment on the course, but we at the same time have. The, the favorable course that the course is exactly the same so we'll have great volunteers great aid stations great experience with people um great start finish fireworks all the things that people come to expect that a lot of races cut back on a lot of races got rid of we've uh, continued to be able to deliver those types of things that um that we were that we've been known for and um 
that people have come to expect. So I, I was really pleased when people fought, felt when they came back, boy, it doesn't seem like anything's different. That was great news to us because yeah. it was always a similar experience. But, um, you know, I can tell you one, one thing um, that uh, we're doing already is working on the next five to seven years. The Columbus Marathon will celebrate its 50th running of walking in 2030 and we've already been talking what's this event going to look like uh, as we as we get there and what what do we want it to be what's our participants going to be like and what would they like to see right now we, we've seen a lot of changes in the demographics we're starting to see our um our our, our biggest demographic groups are women uh 25 to 29 and men uh 30 to 34 which is really great um, for the sport because if we everybody just kept getting older, eventually they could age out. But we need to make sure we continue to focus on those staying current in terms of being very social media active and being technologically uh, active and having having the things that people that are you know, maybe in their you know maybe maybe eighteen to twenty five right now uh, or really you know fifteen to twenty. What's going to be good for them or, or, or um, expected by them over the next five to seven years? Because they're our customers that we want to serve and, and serve well. So you just got to think about it as a way that's um, not just a running bunch of runners and walkers. You got you to gotta think more like what's out there in the, you know, I've said this before. What's Starbucks doing? What's your local retailer doing? What's, what's signage like? What's, what's. You know your applicate your your online um, process is like you got to always try to stay ahead of the curve and, and we we worked hard to do that so hopefully we're effective. That's awesome. Yeah. Can I ask? I know um, last year when we talked to you, you were talking about there could be some changes to the marathon course. Can you uh, elaborate a little bit more about um, how you were able to keep the same course? You know, honestly, we really I. I I think part of it had just been um, some things that um, in, in Columbus that were that were slated for construction and yeah. projects. I think with COVID, a lot of things got pushed off a couple years, so we were able to get one more year out of it. I don't know how much longer that's going to happen because this is it's a pretty dynamic city with a lot of growth, a lot of change. Um, but we were able we were able to wring another year out of it, I guess, to make sure. That, <laughs> and, and the reason that's important is a lot of the the traditional places that we go, the neighborhoods like us, they want us to come back. We don't want to have to really reintroduce some areas. Um, and at the same time, it's also when you look at things like you have to be certified. So when you make a change down one street. That just is a domino effect of all the new changes you're going to have to make to make it match up to be the right distance. And, and uh, so in that regards, we were able to, uh, the city's kind of putting a hold on some things was good for us. Um, I, 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 there's something I would like, I would still love to make some changes in some areas because there's some neighborhoods it would be nice to kind of go through. Um, and I think that over time that'll happen. Uh, uh, the other thing is, um, this year, we won't see, but I think you will see in, in the next few years, 
maybe the addition of some other distances. Maybe, um, you know, when you have that kind of closure of 26 miles, you can kind of think, you know, should we add a second half half marathon? People want to run through some of those neighborhoods. And, you know, with our partnership with the hospital, they're always looking at ways to raise new dollars. So maybe we would maybe have a special group of maybe, I don't know, I mean, draw out a number, 500 or 1,000 that would get to run that special session because the roads are closed already. We pay right. for them. We've got the volunteers there. So that might be something that, that we could end up doing. Um, you know, that, maybe the idea that we have a 5K that's, uh, that, we, that, we, that we've had for several years as a, uh, um, it was a, uh, uh, folks on African-American health and wellness raced at uh, honors Jesse Owens. Last year, we turned that into a 5K on Saturday, uh, kind of to the, to the larger audience, the, the African-American community and the Jesse Owens family actually asked us to open it up uh, to kind of be a little more, it was funny, it was reverse diversity. Uh, we really wanted to be an event for African-American health and wellness. We had about five to 600 folks the majority were African-American. It was phenomenal. The Owens family loved it, but then they came to us and said, you know, we want to get it. We want to make it bigger. Let's open it up to more people. And and it's, and it's we did last year. We had, I think, uh, almost 1,000. And uh, it's a 5K and a one mile on Saturday of race weekend. But over time, that may grow into a 10K just because of popularity. We don't know. We're, you, want to, you want to continue to stay um, uh, ahead of trends. Um, I don't know if we could ever do um, other events around the year, like uh, like so many um, like so many events, so many like the Flying Pig Marathon. Now they have a half marathon in the fall. Um, uh, the the uh, Queen Bee, um, so, and, and kind of we we sort of try to mirror what Twin Cities does, the Twin Cities Marathon, and they have year-round activities. The problem is. Um, trying to start that in a place like Columbus that's pretty evolved when it comes to running races throughout the year. You know, we're mm-hmm. we only got certain times a year. We've got a really great half marathon in the Cap City half marathon. We've got the Columbus 10K, which is in June. We've got a bunch of wonderful 5Ks and five milers and four milers. You don't want to come in and be the bully and start something and, and, and kick somebody out. So I'm not sure if the model would work for us to do things year-round, but uh, certainly we could we could enhance our, our, our weekend. But we'll see. I mean, just things change too. Well, I definitely think there'd be some interest in that from some half marathoners to be able to run the second half of the race because some people never get around to doing or haven't done a full or don't want to. Uh, yeah. Have you considered a relay or anything like that? Yeah, I was going to say that. Absolutely, concept of work in a relay format. The, the marathon, uh, Columbus Marathon, had a relay back in I want to say 2001, 2002. I think maybe for three or four years they had a relay, um, and it just got too complex. When in fact, I think logistically it needs to be. It could be rethought and re envisioned. This is a perfect course for a relay, um, not exact distances because uh the clover leaf the, the setup is yeah. um you kind of come downtown several times uh but it's not going to be exactly um five mile increments you know some places do that but 
that gets pretty expensive if you're if you're dealing with buses or transportation. But if we did, we could do a um, we for example, we could probably do a seven mile leg, and then people would just have to 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 walk a mile back to the start. Uh, we could then add a five mile loop, a five mile section, and then they could just walk to the finish. So that would be two of the legs. So you need to think it through, but it could be done. It could definitely be done and, and come back. Yeah. Being how close the uh, uh, halfway point is, uh, maybe even a two-person relay. You know, like I said, exactly. something yeah. like that. And I think that would be the way to go in terms of that. Particularly do that second half as a as a fundraiser for the hospital. Because um, you need to limit it. You can't have the same number of people doing the first half to do the second half. Because you need to shut the thing down at some point just for the communities. But um, uh, I, I still think we, we, we do have an opportunity to look at. So yeah, we've got a lot of good things, but at the same time, we don't want to take away the positives of, of the event itself and, and you know, our, our core event of the marathon and, and, and now the half has become so popular. Um, we're going to always work to make it quality and focus on that first and foremost. That's awesome. Do you, can you talk a little bit about um, who did the medals this year and the thought behind uh, the design on it? That depends. Do you like it or don't like it? <laughs> we, I love it, <laughs> personally. <laughs> but I liked so, last year a lot, so. Yeah, so last year's medal was designed by a local artist here in Columbus. She did a great job. Um, you're looking at them. I, cool. drew, I drew the medal on a piece of paper by hand and gave it to our, our an artist we work with who does a lot of things for us here. She's a graphic designer. And she made it reality, but I just oh. thought huh. we've got these cool landmarks. I don't know. It was, I'm not an artist, but I just I just was able to kind of capture what I thought, and and I colored it in and everything. And and, <laughs> and I have I'm probably I, I I mean I really I I'm so proud of it. I'm gonna frame that crazy scrap piece of paper. And you should get an actual medal, you know. But um, metal yeah. designer, you can add that to your resume now. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. And we're and we're actually so we incorporated that design into our volunteer shirts. It's being it's being incorporated into um, um, something else. Uh, we're going to try to incorporate into the shirt somehow. We're still working on all that. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I love the sparkles too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, was hard, that was hard to find all those sparkles. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> now, last year's medal held a, a, you know, a good place in my husband and I's heart because we did the marathon together and and we crossed the finish line just like the medal was. Um, and funny enough, I I didn't know who had designed the medal. And we bought a piece of artwork from her at the expo. Nice. Um, so, yeah, very cool. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, yeah it's uh, the start line for the Columbus Marathon that she drew. I actually have, I actually bought that uh, painting from her too. Yeah. yeah. And she's got yeah. one more um, with the butterflies and. I can't remember. I think there's people running the streets of Columbus. I want that one too. And she didn't have it at the time at the expo, just the really large piece. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting. I'm, I'm hoping she's coming back. As a matter of fact, first of all, let me tell you, I think Bruce or you shared that picture of you finishing. 
Yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was great. Well, here's here's something fun. So at mile um, 21 and a half or so, um, at the corner of Grandview Avenue and First Avenue uh, on our marathon course, Laura, Laura Wetz is her name. She's actually an art teacher here at uh, a school in, in, in uh, Columbus in Worthington, which is just on the north side of Columbus. She has become a, um, there's a, there's a specific art form where people go and, and paint live. They basically mm -hmm. go to a park or they go, go to a river, you know, and they, they do it while they're somewhere. She's going to be at the marathon starting at 7.30 or 8 a.m. And as the first runners come by, she's going to be painting at that corner. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really well, we're going to have to add to the collection. That, <laughs> so we're going to get some media out there and I love that story. I think it is I mean, what a talent. What what if the ability to do that? But uh, yeah, she's really she's really excited about that. So That's awesome. I actually have some live artwork behind me from um Iron Man Chattanooga, the swim, bike and run. Um, they're very small, but um, a guy does the same thing. Uh, I forget where he's from. Matthew Miller, I think is his name. Um, but he goes out to do different um, Ironman courses and stuff and draws live right from the race. So that's yeah, very no, neat. I don't, I don't know if she told you, but uh, when she was there at the expo, she was actually there all day for two days. It was her 50th birthday on race day, and she ran the race. Yeah, yeah, we did talk to her for a little yeah. bit. Her a little she bit was exhausted. She was so exhausted. Those expos kill you anyway. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, how cool that you designed the medal. I don't think that, you know, often enough you figure out who is behind the design of the medal that you get at the finish line. So um, it's really unique and I think a little little extra that, you know, for the past few years, we've really gotten a good understanding behind the work of the medal. So very yeah. cool. Very nice. Thank you. Oh, you know, again, I, I I just feel so honored to, to continue to be able to have a great team that I work with, that we all care so much. We've done the event. You know, Columbus, I've said this before, was my very first marathon, and I just, you know, take such great pride in it. And um, so, so I'm going to tell you the story about my brother. So my brother Damon, Damon Blackboard, uh, lives in Akron. He's won races. He's won towpath. He has um, been a top master at the Akron Marathon for a number of years. His first marathon was the Columbus Marathon back in the 80s. He is going for, uh, he'll be one of only, gosh, maybe it's 30 people in the world now, uh, who, have caught, who have broken three hours in a marathon in five decades. And he, um, he, he, was, he almost did it at Cleveland, um, and he did three hours and 20-something seconds. Oh, no. No, but I'm so glad. He was going to do it in Columbus last year, but then he got injured. So then he went to um, Cleveland and uh, uh, did that. And I was so glad he didn't. So he's going to come here, and he's going to finally get it. And that will be five decades. And like I said, uh, I think the only woman who's ever done it is Joan Benoit Samuelson. Um, she did, uh, you know, the winner of the first uh, women's marathon in 1984. Um, uh, she's done it five uh, in five decades, and I think it's it's like less than 30 people that have done it in the world. Uh, and recorded. I mean, I'm sure there's other people that probably could have. They just didn't follow up. But um, yeah, so if he does it in Columbus, I'm really going to be excited for that. That's wow, cool. what a moment that yeah. would be. 
That's How awesome. How do you guys get your running background? Does your does your mom or dad run or? Um, how did you guys become such talented runners? <laughs> yeah, so honestly, so when we, my, my mom and dad didn't, they, they didn't do much, they didn't have sports back or anything like that. But we, but we had my, my mom's sister, my aunt Judy, uh, lived in Akron. She was really active at her. She lived with my grandmother, um, all through her adult life as well. And, um, when we were, when, when my brother Damon and I were kids, we went, we hiked just every weekend practically with with my aunt and my grandmother we did all the metro parks we got the hiking staff and the stickers that you would get each year and um we would you know go for i remember one time they lived in uh in near in, in near in the akron area i remember that they took i was probably eight or nine my brother would have been six or seven and we hiked like 15 miles downtown akron and back and oh, we would do things like that and so 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 they really inspired us to uh get into it and I remember when my Aunt Judy this is in the 70s she she took me for a we went for a run and this is like when jogging was like you know you, you see the Will Ferrell movie Anchorman when he when he learn, learns about jogging because he thinks the is silent that was us we went for a jog uh, and I got into it then and my brother uh, I always take credit for him being a fast runner because I would chase him around as the older brother. And so he knew if I caught him, I was gonna, you know, you know, as brothers do, wrestle him to the ground or whatever. So he always outran me. And that just made him a better runner. Um, so yep. he continued with the sport uh, through junior high and high school. I played football, you know, cause I was, I was such a, such a massive presence, you know, at my five foot uh, <laughs> one, uh, up to five foot eight or nine by the time I was in high school. You know, it was such a huge presence that I stuck with football instead. But I, when we would have to run football laps, I would always be way ahead of the team um, in, in running laps. And it always actually left me frustrated because the coach, one of our coaches was the track coach uh, in, in the spring. He never asked me to come out for the team. So I started with football, but my brother did really well, went on to, to college. And after, uh, after college, um, I took a job up in uh, Northeast Ohio as a newspaper reporter up at the Goose Herald in Willoughby, and I started gaining weight. And I wasn't going to give up barbecue and snacks, which uh, which is a whole other world that I am an expert in. Um, <laughs> so I decided to start running, and I got into running then, and I stuck with it through my newspaper career. Um, when I came to the Columbus Columbus to be at the Columbus Dispatch in 1991, I decided I'm going to train and do the Columbus Marathon that year. And that's kind of where it started, and I uh, really enjoyed it, and uh, kept going, and here we are today. It's awesome. It's great. I forget where I was going now. I must be. <laughs> the years are catching up to me on here, and how? Uh, like I said, this is our five-year. Uh, so we'll, for the next five years, where do you see Darius at? I mean, you mentioned what the marathons going and you're still planning for the future which is good for us and i think a lot of first time um you mentioned it was your first time that was your first marathon we had two first timers last year with us that are both coming back this year too uh tad and uh aaron's husband brandon and yep and that was my first marathon too well that's so great yeah you know honestly so you know i 
I remain hopeful about the industry as a whole. Um, you you know the commitment to train for fifteen to twenty weeks and not just train like go out and do a couple miles and say you're done. This is a pretty pretty demanding activity and none of us you know it's not like we're winning prize money we're all just trying to finish this <laughs> that's and, true you know, it's not like uh you know you're not it's not a make or break but at the same time i i i, I just I, I hope people keep that spirit of of pursuing great things and, and as a society, people, because this is a great thing. It's, it, for me, for you guys, it's on Mount Everest. I mean, it's a big deal. And, it is. <laughs> and I think so. do, do people, do younger people still have that desire? Are they okay with Orange Theory? Are they okay with, um, you know, uh, pickleball or whatever? It, you know, it's and that's that's what I really wonder is is that burning desire to put yourself out there for 20 weeks or 18 weeks and the discomfort. You know, you talked about the chafing with a wetsuit. Well, we certainly get chafing in running, and yep. we get and, and the hot days, training in the summer oh. when it's nine degrees, getting up in the morning. You know, the other challenge we have, I've always felt, and I will always have, is we compete with eight and nine and ten year old soccer and dance classes and the reason is because parents if they're going to be good parents and helping shoveling their kids around a soccer and you know little league and and dance class and and volleyball as kids get older and all these things there's the, the time is tough for them to also find time to go train for these long distance events Half marathons, I think, will, will have a place um, because it is, you know, it's a shorter window. It's a great accomplishment. I love half marathons, and and I've done a lot of marathons, but halves are pretty fulfilling. But the marathon, besides, you know, the, you know, that big time commitment. At the same time, it's a big demand on a city. It's a big demand on a place. You know, whether it's Cleveland or Cincinnati or Columbus. Uh, or, or or even smaller towns, Canton and Akron and, and so forth, to put on a marathon in closed streets and and uh, look, I'll tell you the reason the Columbus Marathon is is continuing to, to survive and thrive is our partnership with the hospital because tied in with a local entity that's so important that's doing fundraising and helping raise more than a million dollars a year for this wonderful community asset really keeps us in the forefront of people's eyes and minds that we're, um, we're doing good work. I'm not sure, I would love to think we would have survived um, and continued, but the way this community is growing, the, the street closures and all the challenges and the hassles, I'm not sure people might have said, you know what folks, your time is up. And I, and I really think that we may see that in some, some towns and cities across the country that it's just your time is up, you've taken your time, we'll give you four hours for the half marathon, but that's about it, folks. And we'll see. We'll, we'll, so that's where I think industri the industry goes. You know, myself, look, I turned 60 in July. I just turned 60. And knock on wood, but 
you know, you, you want to continue to do something you love and make a difference, but I'm not, I'll tell you right now, force me out if I'm 70, because I'm, I'm already struggling at 60 to remember, uh, listen, as long as I've known you, Brian, and as long as I've known you, um, um, uh, I'm trying to come up with the name of the name. That's not uh, Eve. Uh, Eve. Really Listen, as long as I've known you, Eve, and as long as I've known you, Brian, I think uh, we've done a good job. But you know, no, seriously, I don't want to be that person. It's my dad. My dad gave me this book many years ago, which of course he gave it to me at the wrong time in my life because I was a teenager and I was never going to listen to what my dad wanted me to do. But the book was titled "They Smiled When You Arrived." Don't let them cheer when you go. And you don't want to be that person that's just, you don't want to wear out your welcome. And I think personally, I don't want to wear out my own welcome. If I don't, if I no longer love finding out the first timers are, um, are, are doing this event, or if I don't cry because we've done something really good for some of these kids and I cry every year, um, when that stops happening, it's time to it's it's time to go. But for now, I'm still enjoying it. But you know, you never knock on wood. I don't want to jinx myself. But but you know, five years is a long time. Ten years is a long time. All for all of us, you know. And and uh, I I just um, you I think I've I still continue to be able to leave it in better a better place than I found it. And that's all of us. That's all we can do in life. And when that stops, it's certainly time. But uh, for now, I'm still still. They're keeping me around, and I'm still happy, and, and I'm helping people, and I'm still crying every year. So, so far, so good. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I think you can feel the love in, in the race in Columbus. I, I know I personally can, and, and that's, you know, although I'm sure tons of people have come back, you know, 20-plus years, um, you know, I feel confident in my fourth year I would come back every year just because you can feel the love and the energy and everything surrounding the Columbus Marathon. It's just, yeah. it is a special race. It really is. Thank you. And for a you special know, cause. It's interesting. One one new thing we're trying this year, um, it's kind of, we, we, we've been finding that, that a high percentage of people carry their phones. Um, some carry it for their timing or for their pace. Some carry it to take pictures. You know, we're clearly, we're not Disney World, we're not a race, you know, we don't have, we're not Big Sur, the people are taking beautiful oceanfront pictures, or Disney taking pictures of all the characters, but but one of the things we do have are those kids at every mile, and we find that pe more and more people are stopping and taking pictures with the kids, so we're going to really enhance that, we're going to basically create like mini selfie stops for people, so they can take a picture with the kid, maybe hold a sign or one of those bubble signs that says, you know, I'm doing this for the kids. Because people really enjoy it. Now, some people are running and, and, and they're there for the time and they're trying to you know, qualify for Boston or set up PR or whatever. But some people are out there for the experience and those kids are a real great draw. So that's definitely something we're, like, we're really going to encourage a little bit more is uh, just interacting with those kids. And the kids love it. I mean, we got another great batch of kids. Um, it's so yeah that you know to your point Aaron I mean it it was special when I did it back in in in, uh, in, in the 90s it was special in the 80s but it's taken on such a different um, feeling now that it's got this um, the partnership with the hospital you know we're going 12 years this is our entering our 13th year uh, with that partnership and that's 
you know, I, I don't see how that would ever change. I really don't. Yeah. It's pretty special going by the hospital and seeing all the workers outside. Um, I think there was more this past year than when I ran any previous year. So it's hard not to tear up when you go past the people who are, are having such an impact in those kids' lives. And I know we ran across that course like crazy trying to make sure we slapped as many of those kids' foam hands as we could. And that was our goal um, for the race. So um, I know that there are a bunch of runners besides those who are real serious and qual- trying to qualify that will really enjoy that uh, new aspect yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you. And- yeah, I uh, I tell you, boy, I do this. You guys get me every every time I'm on here. I think I cry. <laughs> um, gosh, just some of the families, some of the parents. I mean, there's a there's a promotion we're doing with one of the families right now, and the mom is like, I mean, this is a mom who's dealt with her child, literally being on death's door, and dealing with all those challenges and the physical issues, and she's thanking us. You know, that's just so powerful that we can make a difference and help help them. And, 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 and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't have kids. My wife and I uh, don't have kids. But I just don't know how those families can do it. And yet they're feeling thankful for us. So thanks, Bruce. Get me to cry again. <laughs> He has that effect on people. We should, we should really have a disclaimer about that. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to get people to run marathons and cry. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, well, you're talking about marathon. We're going to wrap this up because you were talking about marathon training earlier and how it's time consuming. And Erin wanted to be done by 7 o'clock because she has to go out for a run. But, oh, no, absolutely. I understand. <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank you for being on again, and I'm sure Aaron will join us again if, when after you. We'd really like to hear about the swim relay and how that goes. Uh, so, you, I'm inviting you back yes. in the future after that. Well, I'll tell you, I'm really looking forward to that. that means I survived it. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. You will. You, you will. will. You'll have a great time. I want to tell you. I want to thank you. Well, I want to thank you so much. You really are. If, if no one has told you, you are doing a lot for the community. And this type of letting me and others talk on your program, it's um, that's 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 what this is all about. You know, we're we're just about. I mean, you see runners and walkers out, and you wave to them, and they wave back. You encourage people, like I encourage people, and that's we're just trying to help people live a good life and 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 have fun with it. Yeah, this isn't always fun. I mean. I'm sure Erin's going to be out on her run right now. And there'll be a moment she's like, yeah, yeah this is you know, hot and cold, whatever it is. But you never come home ever regretting going for a run. Right. You know, so, and, and the same thing, you're, so if you get people out the door through what you're doing with these podcasts and you keep doing it, what you've done for five years, you're making a difference. So congratulations to you. All right. Thank you. And good luck with your swim and... Uh, putting on the marathon, I guess. We'll look forward to seeing you. Make sure you find me and, and, and uh, we'll chat again, okay? We'll be looking for you. We'll be down. We're, we're coming down. I know Aaron's coming Friday and Saturday night, so take care. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Take care. All the best. You, you too. too. Take All care. Right. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Thanks for coming on, Aaron. Oh, you're welcome. That was great. Yeah.